0: Hello, welcome back to yet another episode of All Fired Up, your complete guide to getting angry at diet culture. And oh my God, what a year are we having? What on earth is happening to the planet? I am recording this just at the end of March 2020, and I genuinely don't know what the world's going to look like by the time this episode uh, pops out which will only be a matter of days but definitely things are changing at a rapid rapid pace with COVID-19. Everything in my world's upside down, I'm sure your world's also upside down and and it's just been an absolute roller coaster of change for so many of us and my heart goes out to everybody, literally everyone on the planet with, with everything that we're going through and just multiple layers of difficulty and uncertainty and fear that we're facing. I am heartened to have this amazing connection with everybody who listens to the podcast and also to the untrapped community and all of my fierce non-diet haze practitioners all over the planet. I, I just feel particularly connected, admittedly in an online way, to humanity and I know that we're going to get through this, but bloody hell, what an absolute shit fight. So hope you're all staying safe. I hope the isolation isn't sending you too much up the wall. I'm really hopeful that today's podcast episode, the crappies episode, brings you a little bit of a belly laugh. I know I just um, re-listened to it and definitely, I mean, it's very strange, isn't it, to think that listening to all these rants about how shit diet culture was in 2019 can make me... Think affectionately about 2019. But it definitely did. Simpler times, wasn't it, everyone? But look, the crappies are on. This episode rocks. It's freaking awesome. It definitely suits some kind of quarantini if if you're up for that kind of thing. Or, or some kind of you know virgin cocktail if you're not into alcohol. This it's a really awesome episode. I can't wait for you to hear. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, again, thank you again, everyone, for supporting this podcast for continuing to send in your messages of support and outrage and and genuine interest in toppling diet culture because it's happening more and more. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're feeling particularly, you know, scrambling around for something to do in isolation, why not go and write an awesome review about All Fired Up? Give us five stars on um, preferably the, the Apple store Or Wherever you listen to your podcast, I really don't mind. But the more people that get um, positive feedback and reviews of this podcast, the more attention it gets, the more people hear it, and then who knows what is possible. So please don't forget to subscribe. Also, if you're sniffing around for something free and awesome, don't forget about our ebook, Everything You've Been Told About Weight Loss Is Bullshit written by me and that awesome anti-diet dietitian Fiona Willer. This absolutely busts open all of the myths that float around diet culture about the relationship between weight and health and how magic weight loss is. And it's absolutely stuffed full of scientific facts that contradict these messages that we're given all the time. It's a wonderful resource. It's really good for all humans to read. It's also great for health professionals to read. If you're trying to adopt an anti-diet lifestyle and others in your life are having difficulty understanding it, this is a really good reference or resource to refer them to so they can get an idea that what we're talking about isn't that shit crazy. This is actually scientifically based, an anti-diet approach to looking after yourself and your body is not only ethically sound and morally sound it's scientifically sound so you can get that free ebook by going by going to untrapped.com.au and it will just pop up and you can download it or you can get it off my instagram account which is untrapped underscore au and click on the bio into the link in the bio and you'll be taken you can find it there and download it there so the All Fight Up podcast is brought to us by the amazing Untrapped online program, which I created alongside 12 other amazing anti-diet health professionals a couple of years ago now, and we have grown to be this amazing community. I'm using the word amazing a lot today. I just feel like an amazing community of people who are pushing back against diet culture and learning to really live and breathe in a liberated way. It's just a fantastic course. Very comprehensive teaching you step by step how to unlearn all the bullshit from diet culture, to stand in your own truth, to reconnect with your own body. And believe it or not, that's not so easy in diet culture. We run through intuitive eating, we run through how to repair your relationship with exercise and movement and regain the joy. We talk a lot about relationship with body and how to kind of get back in there, reclaim and embody yourself from all this diet culture bullshit that floats around. And we talk about social justice and we talk about fat positivity, radical acceptance. It's stuffed full of self-compassion stuff. It's just an awesome course. And look, I'm really aware of the global pain that we're all going through and this massive change in circumstance that everyone is experiencing. And I want to do something to sort of give back. So what I have decided to do is as this COVID crisis unravels across the globe, I don't know how long it's going to last, but as long as it's here with us and as long as so many of us are at home self-isolating or in complete lockdown, I want to offer the Untrapped course at a really discounted rate. So normally if you want to join Untrapped, it's Aussie Dollars. Five hundred and seventy, and what I want to do is knock off three hundred from that price. And so, untrapped for the for the remainder of the time that we're all in lockdown or isolation, or this bullshit is going on, will be available for purchase for just two hundred and seventy Aussie dollars. And you can get that by at the register putting in the code COVID crisis. So I know it's a bit of a dramatic code, but uh, sort of explains where we're at at the moment. So if you put in that code, COVID crisis, all one word, at the checkout, when you purchase Untrapped, you will automatically have this discount applied. So it would just be $270. And look, people, if, if anyone is struggling even with that price, but you really want to come into the community and, and join us please send me an email to louise at untrapped.com.au because I'm totally down with payment plans and things like that for the course too. For the remainder of whatever the hell we're in as well in untrapped, what we normally do is have a monthly Q and A where I, um, go Online every once a month on a Saturday and do like a QA with everyone in the course. So that's me live with everyone answering questions about the content or about anything that's happening. But during this COVID crisis, I'm doing it weekly. So every single Saturday, uh, Sydney time, 10am, I'm going to be online for a full hour with everybody. And absolutely, we have actually been doing it weekly since the beginning of the year in preparation for our retreat, which we unfortunately have. Had to postpone and we've just all gotten so much out of regular meeting and we've become very um, close-knit so i'm going to keep this weekly q a going i'm going to sell the course for a really reduced rate i really believe in the power of community to get us through this and i also believe that now is an opportune time for people to really dig in and push back against diet culture and use this weirdness to sort of say goodbye to diet culture thinking forever. So if you've been struggling and maybe thinking about doing this course, now is the time. If you want to purchase it, go to untrap.com.au and when you register to join, enter the code COVIDCRISIS and you'll get it for 270 and you can join up and meet with us every single week and together we will get through this. So don't be alone. Come and join us. All right, turning to the subject, the very exciting subject, very long-awaited crappy awards episode. This poor episode (laughs) has been to hell and back, but... We actually have it for you and I'm, I could not be more pumped and excited to run with it today. Thank you to everyone who submitted their rants for the Crappy Awards and I have a really special episode. But look, I want to make another announcement before we get going. So one thing I have recognised is like why the hell should we wait until the end of the year for me to put out a Crappies call out? So what I'm proposing is kind of a system which I'm going to call Rant As You Go. So during the year, during the rest of 2020, if you hear something from diet culture that really gets your goat, really crawls up your nose, really gets your blood boiling and you want to do a rant, you can submit it immediately to me. So grab that anger and rage and fury at diet culture. While it's fresh, do a quick recording around two to three minutes. Introduce yourself rant about the thing that's pissing you off and send it to me at louise at untrapped.com.au in an mp3 or mp4 recording. So it's pretty easy to record on your phone, just a little voice recording and then send it to me. So I want to hear your rage as it happens. I'm going to collect all of your rage packets I'm going to put them in neat little sandwich bags in a deep freeze. And then at Christmas time, I'm going to take them all out, defrost them, put them all together. And we're going to have an awesome crappies award show, which genuinely captures the rage as it happened live during 2020. And look, I'm already getting sped up about like the, the utter fuckery that is Uh, diet culture trying to profit off the COVID virus I mean is there anything more fucked I'm sorry for swearing by the way and I do need to give a swear warning for the following episode it has a higher than usual level of swearing so if you've got little kids nearby this one's worth listening to with headphones on and if you're really uncomfortable with swearing this might not be the episode to listen to but for those of you who know me um, I get fairly ranty but yes COVID, COVID profiteering from diet culture is unbelievable. It's not even unbelievable, is it? That This is just bottom-feeding kind of level opportunism from diet culture and we're seeing it and it's happening and it's really pissing me off. So if you've got a rant, anything that's happening that you're noticing, send it to me, Louise at au, and you could be in the draw for the crappies 2020. <laughs> we shall be here before we know it. But oh, look... Without further ado, I am going to introduce the 2019 Crappy Awards. For those of you who might not understand what the Crappies are all about, it is looking at the, the entirety of last year, 2019, and people have sent in rants about things that pissed them off about diet culture. And we have the winner of the previous year Crappy Awards, Alyssa, who won for a fantastic rant about the cookie diet back in 2018, which seems like a long time ago now. So, she, as a winner, a uh, previous title holder, she is the current judge for the 2019 Crappy Awards. She has done a magnificent job. It was a difficult job because we had such a, uh, an impeccable lineup of people providing exquisite rents. So, without further ado, uh, settle back, get an extra large quarantini and enjoy the 2019 Crappy Awards. Oh, Alyssa, thank you so much for being. So patient and joining me on today's
1: show. No worries. I'm really happy to be here.
0: (laughs) Finally, welcome to the 29 Crappy Awards Ceremony. I am fully formally dressed, of course, in in a red satin gown (laughs) or maybe (laughs) pyjamas. And of course, as the winner of uh, last time's Crappy Awards, you are here as our guest judge for 2019 I know we're kind of halfway through 2020 (laughs) but 2019 was a huge year for crappy diet culture crap um really quite shitty in in many ways as has been the start of 2020 um oh my god and there's just just a quagmire of bullshit to pick from (laughs) as to like what was the crappiest aspect of 2019 like raking through it is just endless like I and I was reflecting on that for me like if I'm so glad I don't get to take part in the crappies because I think I'd be ranting for six months
2: <laughs> not, a, fair.
1: Yeah. not
0: allocated three minutes but you know what I always get a chance to rant don't I I'm always ranting and now it's it's the people's choice it's everyone else's turn
1: it's the community's turn it's but the I'm community. that we don't enjoy your rants always because we all love them I'm sure I <sighs> know I definitely do
0: thank you and I feel like there's so much to get off my chest
1: but (laughs) what we're going to start with so we have some
0: awesome people who are ranting just magnificently about various aspects of diet culture and as the winner last year and today's judge you're
1: technically not
0: allowed to enter (laughs) but that didn't stop you putting an entry in
1: (laughs) no and I still needed to rant I know that I'm not in competition and I know that I can't judge myself. Everyone else can judge me, but not me. Just diet culture. But I think, yeah, I couldn't help but rant because yeah, everyone will hear, I pretty much heard, um, sorry, I pretty much saw what I ranted about just before Christmas. So I couldn't Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So it was a late entry from twenty nineteen. So look, let's just go, let's let's warm up, shall we? And and take the first
1: few sips of wine and just sort of sit back, kick back and listen to your rant. So for this rant, this is Alyssa, and I nominate the book How Not to Diet by Dr. Michael Greger. First of all, take note of that title, and now take note of this fact. I'm going to be reading parts of the blurb of this book, but first of all, let me say that there is at least the mention of weight loss five times in the blurb itself. So if that's not contradictory, I don't know what is. So the blurb is literally saying, discover the cutting-edge science behind long-term weight loss success in this powerful new book. Then another part continues and says, Dr. Grieger hones in on the optimal criteria to enable weight loss while considering how these foods actually affect our health and longevity. He lays out the key ingredients of the ideal weight loss diet. The ideal weight loss diet. He's written a book called How Not to Diet, yet he's written a freaking diet. What the hell? Anyway, it's apparently around plant-based eating, which apparently, according to the blurb, is crucial to our success. I know that's been going well for a lot of people. Not really. So if we carry on, now we're going to the next bit. How Not to Diet goes beyond food to identify... 21 weight loss accelerators available to our bodies, incorporating the latest discoveries in cutting-edge areas like chronobiology to reveal the factors that maximize our natural fat-burning capabilities. Wait for it. It gets better. Dr. Grieger builds the ultimate weight loss guide from the ground up, taking a timeless, proactive approach that can stand up to any new trend. He's literally written a book called How Not to Diet and he's created a weight loss guide, which is a new trend because he's created it to stand up to other new trends because there's too many of them. I just can't even, I, I'm, I'm close to just losing it from, from laughter. Then it ends with chock full of actionable advice and groundbreaking dietary research. How Not to Diet will put an end to dieting. And replace those constant weight loss struggles with a simple, healthy, sustainable lifestyle. The best part I love about this is we've gone from weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, lifestyle. And that's why this book is nominated for the Crappy Awards. Thanks.
0: Oh my God, Alyssa.
1: (laughs) Oh my I forgot how riled up I got in that, to be honest. It's been a couple of months. I just remember seeing it and literally thinking of the crappies straight away. Oh, like I
0: actually had a bit of wine stuck up my nose there from laughing. I was <laughs> on mute. <laughs> I, I noticed how your winning entry last year was the cookie diet and you talked about being mansplained too. Yeah. And I love how you've continued in that same vein, this crappy nomination of still being really fired up about being mansplained too this I time. Didn't
1: even, oh, sorry. I didn't even think about that, actually. But, yeah, you've yeah. got a good point there.
0: Beautiful consistency. And um, <laughs> really, like, on point with uh, – because he, he's – he's. A, I looked him up, a thin white man in a very mm. authoritative-looking doctor coach. Just – but he's – the mansplaining is, like, spaghetti, isn't it? It's, it's – mm. Well, not to diet, diet. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. And I just, I, I almost, I was almost laugh crying at one point in my rant. And I just couldn't. I was just like, I can't even deal. It's is good. It's like, so bad.
0: It, it's so bad. It's almost like, is this a parody? Is this a satire? Is this actually real? Or mm-hmm. is this a joke? Like how not to diet, step-by-step diet. <laughs>
2: I
1: don't understand. It's almost okay. like he's gone, I'll do this and I'll write how not to die as a ploy to people to pick it up. Like he doesn't expect people to read the back.
0: Yeah, I'll just whack that on the front page because it seems to be trending and then I'll just do whatever the fuck I want. from, yes. from Like, and I have noticed this with the mansplaining diet crowd lately, how they're kind of doing this whole thing of, if we're using other tricks that aren't about calorie restriction to reduce your weight, like weird weight loss accelerators, what the fuck is that? If we're doing other tricks that aren't to do with food tinkering directly, then it's not a diet. Yeah. Like, so things like tapping for weight loss, that's apparently not a diet.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, just when you said that, my eyeballs nearly came out of my head.
0: Yeah, I've dropped one too.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, what the fuck is crone biology? <laughs>
1: I have no idea. I couldn't even say it, so I can't really explain it. But I just read it and I went, "Is this even a science, or did he just make it up like everything else?"
0: Crone biology.
1: I think it's like crone, crone, crono, crono, or something. Oh,
0: crone. I'm thinking crone is in older lady. <laughs> okay, <laughs> crone
1: biology, and it says to you, "Oh, sorry, because you're a crone. <laughs> yeah. you're, like, oh, you're too far gone. But if you're not a crone, I can still save you." Please note the uh, little quotation marks yep. from diet culture.
0: I'll reduce your elderly femaleness as well as your weight. Yep. But no, okay, so now it makes a bit more sense. If it's chrome biology, as in chrome, C R H R O M E, and we're talking weight loss accelerators, we are talking about some kind of car. Clearly. <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah. I'm totally lost.
1: I don't know. I don't know if it was chrome, chrono, chromo. I have no idea. I just tried to say it. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Greger, for shooting that out into the world at the end of
1: 2019. <laughs> I know, right? And those poor people that pick it up and go, oh, my new January idea, I'll try not to diet and pick it up and go, oh, crap.
0: <sighs> Look,
1: yeah.
0: How not to diet, diet, weight loss accelerator, 21 step weight loss program with plant-based in it that's it's a friggin' casserole of diet culture yeah yeah it is oh, well thank you for that and um that would have come dangerously close to winning had that <laughs> had that not come from you wow but like what a way to kick us off thank you elisa oh, fantastic right. find i think
3: <laughs> yeah oh i just God. got so
0: excited really yeah, see that's it's that's kind of part of the crappies, isn't it? It's this idea of we do have to endure the slings and arrows of diet culture, but if there's a prize in it
1: just <laughs> <laughs> makes it a little bit easier.
0: Slightly more palatable.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So now it's time for you to put on your judgy hat because we're gonna we're gonna start with the nominees for the twenty nineteen crappie. Oh. I know <laughs> I'm
1: so excited. I'm so excited. I have a list of things. So I've got I've only got a couple really but let's be real more might come up I've got my laugh factor my sarcasm factor and my WTF or mind-blowing factor
0: fantastic so three criteria
1: that you're using yeah awesome (laughs) all right are you ready for
0: number one ready all right here she comes
3: Hey all Fired Up listeners, my name is Anna Hearn and I'm the founder of Haven. Haven is a lovely, intimate, unique, body positive, fat positive, all shapes and sizes positive fitness and yoga studio based here in Sydney, Australia. And we're really proud to work from a health at every size approach and a non-diet aligned approach. We love helping our members take compassionate care of their bodies. And for me, it's been so powerful on my, through my own experience that it's really what the heart of Haven is all about, sharing this message. We love that we are quite different to your traditional gym culture or even yoga culture where there can be that real focus on aesthetics, that even ego-driven drive to change, shrink, control the body, control the food, control what kind of movement you do. And we focus on helping our members build a relationship with their body, one that is compassionate and one that's honoring what they need in that moment. We also help them remember that bodies are meant to change throughout different times in our lives and, and that's okay and that you're much more, you're worth, much more than your body shape or size and we help them to build a resilience against diet culture we're very lucky that when you enter haven it's this safe mirror-free judgment-free diet talk-free space but when you enter the real world you know it can be really triggering being hit with diet culture whether it's in its sneaky subtle forms or it's in your face as louise often says it's uh it's the soup that we swim in so it's everywhere and it can be really darn triggering So having that protective bubble up against that can be really helpful and being able to spot things that diet culture is is helpful too, like body positivity being co-opted by marketers for profit And that's something that really, really bothers me and is really crappy about diet culture this year. And it's not necessarily new, but it's happening more and more, I think. And uh, it reminds me of a conversation I had with a dear friend of mine who was supporting the side of fashion and advertisers saying that they really use what sells. So they use small, thin, white, able bodies because that's what sells. So that's what they keep using. And, um... I guess seeing now that there's more diversity out there it makes you think about what are they doing that they're using what sells and right now body positivity is a bit of a buzzword so it's being used to sell and an example of this is the Calvin Klein campaign with gosh I've forgotten her name but she's an American rapper and she's this gorgeous black woman in a bigger body and she is wearing underwear Calvin Klein underwear and so you would assume that seeing that that you could go and then buy Calvin Klein underwear in those sizes but unfortunately what was that they turned out that Calvin Klein weren't even catering to those sizes and I learned about this through a few clients and we had conversations about it and then it came up in all sorts of different places and I learned that other brands such as Everlane and Urban Outfitters were also using plus size using larger body people in their campaigns but they don't weren't even carrying those sizes so I find that really crappy they're using this body positivity to profit to bring attention and awareness to their campaigns but actually not catering to those populations and that that's Pretty crappy. So, wrapping up, one of the many crappy things about diet culture is the way that marketers are jumping on the bandwagon for profit. Oh,
1: God. Oh, gosh. I can't <laughs> even.
0: You know, I love and i Thank you so much for sending yeah. in that crappy, and like, I got really lulled at the beginning of her chat because, like, she just reminded me of Haven and how lovely it is to go in there. I <laughs> adore it. Um, I
1: mean, sounds beautiful. Oh, beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's an amazing space. And if you're lucky enough to live in Sydney, go and join it's awesome. But yeah, same thing that you were talking about, right? Yeah. This buzzword thing and like people just jumping on the bandwagon and taking advantage.
1: Yeah. And I think as well, what I noticed was it was like I had this beautiful, at the start of the rant, it was like, oh, so nice and calming hearing about Haven. And then it's like diet culture slaps you in the face yeah something that's positive yeah and going oh so by the way we're now going to take over body positivity great you fuck off
0: calvin klein
1: yeah yeah what did they do like just make one pair of undies what the (laughs) hell
0: (laughs) i found out who the rapper was so she's an indie rapper called chica or Chica. Ah. oh awesome and she was like featured and she looked like the bomb in yep. this massive billboard in Times Square in New York, but amazing. are you freaking kidding? You don't even make underwear in that size.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't see like who. I just don't even know like what kind of marketing person would go. This is a really good idea. I know the part. Like it's almost like it's a half baked idea.
0: And all of this is half baked bullshit, isn't it? It's like oh, yeah. just slap on the body positive book cover or the body positive billboard, and like. Mm-hmm. Go out for liquid lunch. Like, no, bugger off. Do some better work. Yeah. I suspect that the um, publicist might have come straight from Lorna Jane because that's what she did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. After Lorna Jane got in trouble for um, advertising for a size zero receptionist or whatever.
1: Yeah, I remember.
0: um, Yeah, her marketing people came out with uh, literally token, maybe two or three Insta posts using slightly larger people but you wouldn't know it now because they've gone straight back to the thin ideal and all of their marketing. And hello, Calvin Klein. Like, Uh
1: Yeah. I wonder what Calvin Klein did before for them needing to feel like they needed that billboard.
0: You mean what he did wrong?
1: Yeah. I'm wondering if we missed something. (laughs) Oh,
0: possibly, but I can't be fun to at it. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: going to have to do a swear warning on this one because crap, he's always getting so fired up. I think it's a given. Oh, boycott Calvin Klein like I mean there's so many levels in that too isn't there it's not just jumping on the body positive bandwagon but it's taking advantage of from a racial perspective as well a gender perspective like just, just so many levels were fucked
1: <laughs> yes so many levels
0: so thank you Anna for raising my rage levels up to a good healthy kind of three quarters <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm going to be like a little explosive being by the end of all of this. In a good way, though. I'll be like, I'm ready to take on the world even more. Yes, yes, excellent, excellent.
0: All right, let's move on to crappy nominee number two. Are you ready? I'm ready.
4: Hello there. I'm Belinda. I'm here to talk about libraries. How good are libraries? I'm a bit biased here being a librarian, but still, they're what separates us from useless pissant governments when the country's on fire. Anyway, libraries are grouse. So I went to get myself some nice reads the other week. I sauntered into the Happy 2020 display. Bloody hell! First title to smack me in the face, the fastest diet and workout ever! And then, of course, we get to the mindful diet which is an oxymoron if ever I heard one, and some crap about plant-based mindful something-something jade eggs, weight loss something-something, ugh, and all that. A... Why is this garbage still invading some of the safest spaces on the planet? As a kid, I was giddy about libraries. As an adult, I actually live and work in one. I wouldn't wish a diet on anybody, let alone amidst the apocalypse forced upon us by Trump, Scott Morrison and the climate change deniers. Here's an idea. Put them on Diet Island. Reality TV for the politically incorrect. They can eat each other and really live out the paleo dream. So Australia Burns and book displays invite us to burn calories. I've had enough. As soon as I get my counselling degree, I'll take this rant further. It's hard to have all this rantiness and no power, but still, we do our best. I urge everyone to vote these books out and go for, in my opinion, the best cultural examination of the diet industry since the beauty myth. It's Christy Harrison's masterpiece, Anti-Diet. Ask your libraries to order it in and shove it to the centre of every loathsome wellness display. Do the same in bookshops. We want to keep the happy bookie places happy and booky. I'm tired of book covers with beady-eyed, probably exhausted, and very oiled-up lads and lasses staring at me as though my failure to follow their program is an affront to global well-being. It's quite the opposite. I've seen the darkest places diets can take a person, and I say stand up for knocking down diets in all forms, but extra much in book form. Libraries are where kids play, adults work, learn, and yep, adults still play in libraries too. People go to libraries to expand their minds, not contract their lives, so stay safe. Read the good stuff and know I will bring down Harry Potter vengeance on any further wellness displays. Happy 2020, everyone. Health at every size. Oh, my God, how good is she?
1: I know. Oh, my goodness. I just couldn't, I I could not stop laughing. I was almost in tears. (laughs) The sarcasm level was, like, up there.
0: It was, like, next level. Yeah. Well done. Oh, my God. God. Oh, Just so many beautiful, like, mic drop phrases as well.
1: Yeah. I honestly have no words. (laughs) I'm trying to think of something to say and I'm going, oh, my gosh, I'm just still kind of laughing internally. I know. Oh, wow.
0: It's a rare gift to be able to, uh, like, simultaneously rile someone up and make them laugh. Yeah. But that's what just happened for me because I'm really – How dare diet culture infiltrate a library? I'm so in agreement with Belinda that libraries like should be safe spaces.
1: Libraries shouldn't have some specific agenda placed out on the shelves that you first walk into. People don't need that crap.
0: Such bullshit. Such bullshit. I can't wait for Belinda's counselling degree either because we need more (laughs) counselors like this. (laughs) 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 I need to make special mention. Hmm. Um, to any kind of TV producers who might be out there, maybe unemployed after the Married at First Sight debacle. There's a suggestion for the next reality TV series. We do need Diet Island that sends, I think, mansplainers. Let's send the mansplainers no, to Diet I... Island to follow the paleo dream.
1: <laughs> I love that. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know how, how her mind came up with that, but it was absolute pure gold. I was just, yeah.
0: Just fantastic. Just,
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> I've just, yeah, I've still got nothing.
0: I know. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, um, I think she should actually do this podcast. So thank you, Belinda. Well done. That was that was dead set awesome. Yeah. Right. But so moving along, we do need, that. we've got other candidates here. Are you ready for another one? I'm so ready. Whoa. I'm really enjoying this. Oh,
1: <laughs> my gosh. It's too fun, isn't it? It's too much fun.
0: All right. Here we
5: go. Entry number three. Hi everyone, my name is Carolyn Walsh and I'm the President of Hayes Australia. My nomination for the 2019 Crappy Awards is Big Pharma for co-opting the concept of weight stigma for their own purposes. In 2018, we ended on a bit of a high with the Senate committee into the O epidemic in Australia recommending the first two recommendations related to weight stigma and the need for health professionals to understand weight stigma better and the need to eradicate weight stigma from all um, public health campaigns. During the year, I had the opportunity to have a meeting with somebody from Obesity Inc. And during that conversation, we were talking about weight stigma. In the conversation, it came up that the reason for addressing weight stigma, as according to Obesity Inc., is that because it's a barrier to weight loss treatments or weight management. And to that I say, no, 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 Novo Nordisk. You do not get to co-opt the concept of weight stigma that fat activists, fat studies and feminist scholars and other social science researchers have been um, studying over decades for your own um, financial gain. You do not get to fund expensive research studies that are weight biased and partner with cash-strapped public health organizations to push an agenda to have a body size classified as a chronic disease. This contributes to weight stigma and reinforces the notion that weight is under individual's control, if not by diet and exercise, now under medication and surgery, which is fantastic for your profit margins. But from a public health perspective, this is horrendous because it risks people receiving treatment that is expensive, unnecessary, and associated with harmful side effects. Weight stigma is common in our society and studies suggest it's increasing. Part of the reason why it's increasing is because of the studies that you're funding. The solution to weight stigma is not to make people um, in larger bodies smaller. Weight stigma is a social justice problem that needs social solutions. That's why in Hayes Australia's response to the National O Strategy consultation, we called for weight-inclusive policy that recognises size diversity and supports the physical, mental and social health and wellbeing of all people across the weight spectrum. We also argue for including physical features as a protected characteristic under human rights legislation in all states and territories, as it is in Victoria and the ACT. And we also called for health promotion and disease prevention policy and guidelines to be free of influence from treatment industries who benefit financially from framing body weight as a disease. I'd like to finish by thanking those people who did fill out the the surveys for the National O Strategy Consultation. The framing of the survey and the questions were deeply stigmatising, and we recognise that filling out this survey came at a cost to many people. But your voices are really important, and... Voices with lived experience and no vested interests are those that should be heard the loudest. So thank you very much for the work that you've put in and for having a say in this national consultation. really appreciate the work that you've put in.
0: Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Carolyn.
1: Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the, it was almost like immediately when I heard the words Novo Nordisk, I was like, I'm out. Yeah. So my rage
0: has
1: reached 100%.
0: Yeah, I had a really big glass of—I mean, not glass, just a sip, but it was almost a glass-sized sip. <laughs> I have to say, because you know what Novo Nordis does to my rage vomiters. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so it, for me. Um, it was like scientific rage, which I love. <sighs> I know it's got that background and that that info in there too, which is really cool. Um, I think yeah, I think like, a, yeah, it riles you up perfectly
0: yeah thank you Caroline yeah she yeah. she's I call her in my head the velvet hammer she will send this message home firmly mm-hmm. but with, with like a calm and a, and a rationale that belies her rage which I know is in there <laughs> and we don't all have to sound the same when we're angry and
1: oh,
0: okay. oh, bloody hell big pharma pretending that they care about weight stigma is what we've been talking about, the theme of the crappies for 2019 that I'm drawing so far is body positivity and the increased notice that people are giving to weight stigma is immediately being used for vested interests. And it's diabolical when we think about big pharma using something as terrible as weight stigma to sell their operations and their drugs.
1: Oh, totally, And I think it's just it's almost mind-blowing to think that there's there's actually humans out there that are actually behind that, that feel like morally that there's nothing wrong.
0: I don't think they feel anything morally.
1: They might not have any feelings at all.
0: Yeah, this is a massive beast and I'm so angry about it that a lot of this year, 2020, is going to be devoted to fighting back against this because it's a global octopus with so many arms and it's it's just not okay i also do want to shout out to everyone who might be listening that caroline was thanking as well to say thank you for anyone who saw the Hayes australia shout out to help fill in surveys for the so-called o strategy in australia so uh, the government is apparently well it was opening up questions to the public asking for like what's public opinion about where we should go with O oh, strategy O oh, public, public yeah. policy and it was a major effort of labor for people who bravely waited in and did those questions and submitted them to the senators i don't know if you did it Alyssa, but but i did
1: yeah and i did, I mean, you did? Yeah, I the way that it came out so i was good to do it but it, there was so much the way the questions were worded it was just so much assumption
0: it was difficult to answer the survey in a uh, way that was that allowed people to express the idea that the whole thing's misguided yeah because the assumption of um o parental body size being a problem to be tackled mm-hmm. was so implicit in every single corner of the survey so well done to you all. Thank you for pushing back. And Hayes Australia are doing a lot to to get involved in the Senate Select Committee, for example, and, and getting such a great result in that, you know, the first two points were about weight stigma. And I that immediately got leapt on by Big Pharma as a reason to offer operations to people. But we're going to bloody well keep on biting their ankles. Like, annoying, fat, positive puppies. We're not going to stop.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I love cool. That. That so- <laughs> <laughs> okay, gosh, we are not even halfway. Uh, we're kind of approaching the halfway point. <laughs>
1: okay, I had no idea how many there were, so this is good.
0: I know, I know. We um, I think there's every so much has happened in Australia, you know, towards the end of twenty nineteen with the horrible bushfires and then some floods and now a little bit of a, a virus popping up. <laughs> we, yeah, just a few things. But but, well done. Thank you, everyone, for actually still taking time out of, of your day to rant. Uh, and so without further ado, I'm going to give us next contestant.
2: Hey,
6: Louise, and everybody else over at the All Fired Up podcast. Thank you with all my heart for an outlet to vent tonight because I need to have a rant about diet culture tonight. So thank you. My name is Jo. I'm an anti-diet registered dietitian here in the UK doing my very best. To spread this message on this side of the world. And I do that with my blog and website antidietanswers.com and over on my Insta at antidietanswers. Alright, let's get to it. Without further ado, the diet culture demon that is up my nose is January Wellness Challenges. You know these 30-day challenges. I promise that you will be a whole new person by the end of the month. So I'm talking Veganuary, Whole30, Burpee Challenges, Plank Challenges, Get Fit in 30 Days, Grow a Bum by the End of January, right? You know those ones? Yes, they have got to go. And the reason why I'm so pissed at these challenges is two reasons. Firstly, the definition Of the word challenge. The word challenge is triggering as fuck, and it's because of the definition. So, a challenge is defined as a call to participate in a competitive situation to decide who is superior in terms of ability or strength. So, by their nature, if you're taking on veganuary and you can't handle it and you fall straight into a pot of full fat Greek yogurt on day 10, you are by definition inferior, less able, weak. So by that definition, 30-day wellness challenges are dangerous for our mental health because they set up that dichotomous thinking that succeed or fail, all or nothing. And the thing is, the person probably didn't even want to go vegan, but they felt they were pressured because everybody on their social media feed was doing it. So Louise, I'm here for your listeners if they have felt pressured to do a 30-day wellness challenge and they couldn't hack it and they think that they failed, quote unquote, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't. It's diet culture masking itself as wellness yet again. Okay, Louise, I hope that resonates with you and your listeners and yeah, F you diet culture and F you 30-day wellness challenges.
0: Oh, yay, we got someone from overseas.
1: That was so cool.
0: (laughs) I love the idea that there's the,
1: she said that she's a
0: registered anti diet diet. (laughs) dietitian.
1: Yeah, you've got to be specific these days.
0: Fantastic. And yeah, oh my God, veganuary, are you serious?
1: Where the heck did that come from? And I know there's been lots coming up actually, all different ones.
0: Oh my. I know
1: that we've been, yeah, seeing those (laughs) pop up on our feeds, I'm sure. Not even just January now. Almost every charity is jumping on the bandwagon.
0: It's it's almost like there's 12 months of things to give up on.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or to continue using. I think there was one I saw the other day, I'm not sure, it was something about just drinking more water or something ridiculous as opposed to not drinking water, whereas everything else gets cut out and all those charity things. But this one you're allowed to actually, you know, consume something.
0: Jeez, that's, that's radical. I know, right? Yeah, I saw. I saw one where you're not allowed to drink any water.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it was that one or if I was just in my mind hoping it wasn't that. <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> I just remember seeing it and going, "Yeah, nah, re- um, report ad. I've had enough."
0: Yes, clear Yes, yes. These these little challenges do pop up in our social media with frightening regularity, especially in the first quarter of a new year. Yeah. And yeah, that's when, you you know, you can almost get a repetitive strain injury from pressing the block and report on Insta. Very high risk.
1: <laughs> yeah, no injuries please anybody. Also
0: yeah. just community service announcement. Grow a bum, like, you have one. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, gosh, that's golden. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sitting on mine right now. It's, I, don't, I don't need to grow it. It's... <laughs> Does its thing.
1: Ah, oh, it's just there, you know. It's where it needs to be. I loved long-term point about a
0: by definition, a challenge is looking for someone superior. Yeah. Inviting yeah. this idea of comparison.
1: Yeah, and it was broken down so well. Yeah. yeah. Being able to have that definition and have it broken down, and I think there was a beautiful moment right at the start where there was this pause for effect. Yeah. And I was like, "That's brilliant."
0: Yeah. She's definitely nailing the delivery. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I also, I mean, I love rage in an Irish accent. It's it's awesome. Yeah. I know. Right. It was Irish. I, 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 I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> sorry. She's from the UK. So I'm not sure if she's Irish or not. I did initially think she was Irish before I knew her name.
0: Yes. I'm going to go for Irish and I'm going to apologize if I'm wrong, Joanne. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, Whatever it's awesome. It was, to I love the accent. I
0: love it. Yeah, awesome to know there's people all over the world who are pushing back and mm-hmm. yeah, not not standing for this bullshit anymore. So, and thank you for putting in your submission.
1: Mm-hmm. All the way on the other side of the ocean.
0: So right. cool. So cool. Okay, it is time for our next contestant who has chosen to remain anonymous.
7: Hi everyone. I'm just sending in a little rant for the crappy awards. I will remain anonymous just to protect the innocent that are in my rant. So I have three things and I'll keep them brief. The first one is qualified dietitians with a public profile that should know better posting things like detox soup recipes in the middle of January. So many things wrong with that. It's the same old recipe that my grandmother probably cooked. So, you know, who doesn't want soup in the middle of January and detox soup? Like, okay, give me a break. So that's the first one. The second one is a real doozy. So it's just in a Facebook mums group that I'm in. Someone has just posted today asking how to make a complaint about a doctor because she has a family history of breast cancer and went to the doctors to ask about the BRCA testing, the genetic breast cancer test, and instead got a lecture from the doctor about her weight and how she needs to go and lose some weight. And that's what she needs to do to protect herself from cancer. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you. I, So there's that. That's the second one is medical professionals who just blow my head off with their bullshit. And the third one is a, I don't even know what to call it, marketing itself as a weight loss thing in my area. But they're also coming to a town near you because I had a quick look at their website just to get my facts right for my rant. It markets itself as hypnotherapy for weight loss. For only just under $800, you can go to this two-day seminar where you will be hypnotized, I'm assuming, and then all your weight troubles will be gone forever. Now, I have a few acquaintances who have done this thing and what it comes with is a ridiculous restricted diet where you, you know, you can't do this, you can't have that, you must have certain little portions of certain things at certain times of the day and that goes for a week or two and then only once you have succeeded on that first bit do you get the email with the second bit of the the plan in inverted commas. On the website, it's got things like, What's the cost of not attending? The cost of not attending, nothing will change. You'll continue down the same frustrating road that you are on now. Are you sick and tired of that yet? It's a bunch of gaslighting bullshit, and it infuriates me that, look, I'm not sure of the size of the group of people that are going if there's 20 people or 30 people or 40 people but $800 for a weekend and then you have to stick to this diet which is ridiculous and then you have to pass that to get the second bit of what you paid for the whole thing's just disgusting anyway that's my trifecta of misery wishing you all a really great 2020 and stuffed diet culture hey oh, Alyssa.
1: I'm just picking up parts of my brain and putting it back in my head.
0: You sound really calm.
1: Yeah, I am weirdly calm, but it's almost like I've gone over that rage piece and I've gone into calm because I just can't even fucking believe it. There's so many things about all of that, really.
0: Trifecta of misery was a really good way of putting it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I sound so calm.
0: (laughs) I I don't know why. I'm feeling less calm because she's, I just want to say fuck a lot. A fucking dietitian dietitian selling, like, fucking detox soup should know better, should be reported to the DAA, should not be allowed to do that with her public profile or his public profile. I don't know who she's talking about.
1: Yeah. I think I've almost entered that kind of numb space going, oh my gosh, what is wrong with people? I think I'm coming back out of it now and I'm ready to rant.
0: Okay, good, good, good. Sorry, I I
1: just kind of was like completely numbed. Because I just was, my mind was so blown. Isn't Um, that
0: an interesting response though, right? Numbing. Yeah, it's
1: almost like I had to shut down because I was like, what the actual fuck? Triple whammy. Triple whammy, yeah. And I think that, I agree. Who the heck wants to eat soup of all things in bloody January? And fucked. Soup of all things. I remember, (laughs) I remember once I made some horrendous raw broccoli soup (laughs) and dear God, what was I thinking?
2: Ooh.
1: I don't even know what possessed me to do it. I think it was, yeah, it was one of those weird January things and you're like, oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. nah, I think that was my, one of my turning points, really, because I was like, well, this isn't worth it. In Australia, in January, it's really fucking
0: hot. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's really fucking hot. And I love soup in winter. Yeah. And I can deal with a, a nice Asian soup when on a
1: hot day, but... Like a fucking, what is a detox soup? It sounds like hot water, really. I'm assuming it's like the teas. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's
0: in those, though. But. Oh, <laughs> well, that's laxative tea. Yeah,
1: thought, that's what I'm wondering. Is that what a detox soup would be? <clears throat> but you <throat> just put it in a bowl? Just,
0: just how dare you? How very and dare
1: you? Cup.
0: Yeah, and oh, then Yeah. And then the middle of the shit sandwich that, that our lovely listener sent in was the, the friggin' health professional. Oh, like that. That's my brain doesn't even want to go there when someone's asking for help with a genetic test for breast cancer and gets the weight loss lecture. Mm. Go away and go on a diet. This is how people
1: die. Yeah, and it's not okay. It's absolutely bloody ridiculous that doctors think that's okay and that no one calls them out on her. I'm so glad that this person is.
0: She is, as well, she should, as well, anyone should. Absolutely. It is unacceptable to get that kind of dismissal from a health provider, regardless of what size you are, you deserve amazing treatment and you deserve a health professional to pay attention to what you're looking for and to get respectful, responsive advice on that, especially something as as absolute, it's so important to get an early diagnosis of breast cancer. Oh, absolutely. And this message is why women are dying because they're avoiding healthcare because of shit like this that's going down.
1: It's, it's, yeah. it's uh, just not okay.
0: No, it is oh. rampant.
1: Sorry, I just needed to take a deep breath for a minute there.
0: Oh, I think I'm going to have to refill my glass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really wishing I poured myself some. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, can take a,
1: we can take a wine break. We can come back with a cocktail. We need
0: to talk about that, that third thing, the third part of the trifecta. the weight loss hypnotherapist wagon in which people are paying 800 bucks for half oh no half like that for being half ripped off and then starved and then if they succeed in the starvation they're allowed to access the next part of their abuse get fucked
1: (laughs) exactly I was just like when I I heard like just when I heard The $800 just in general at the start, I was like, no way, this is total crap. And then I heard about the half bit and I was like, nah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm about to implode. Don't let me see an ad for this because I'll Mm.
0: lose it." I I made the mistake after I received this. Oh, no. And I I went in, Alyssa. (laughs) I went in and and I Google searched, and I have found them and I have reserved a special place in hell for this person because it is diabolical next level abuse. There's there's no other word for it. It is dreadful, it's extreme, it's exploitive. And I'm sort of tossing up whether or not that could be, you know, the potential subject of a full on episode of All Fighter because I'm so pissed off.
1: I mean I think once I think once you say something like special place from hell, I think it means it's just going to be right. Yeah, I think that,
0: that's what I've got it in my notebook. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm generally pissed off about everything, but Special Place in Hell is like code for like what I'm going to put on soon. <laughs> so and anyway, Gosh, I mean, it must be so hard to have acquaintances and people in your life who are taking part in stuff like this. And I know the person who put that in, she's not alone. Because yeah. don't we all have friends and family who are being exploited by diet culture and taking part in stuff which is reprehensible
1: yeah and I think yeah we have that but we also have all of this there's that aspect of it but then there's also the part where you'll be having a conversation and then all of a sudden they think it's okay for them to bring it into your conversation yeah and you're just like yeah nah sorry I'm not paying the $800 for that crap I'm not coming I'm with you keeping it out yeah. of my life oh
0: just yeah I really you know and like we know, there's big power in groups. Yeah, Ie cults, and cults use starvation to brainwash people. I mean, you're more
1: vulnerable as well when you're starving.
0: Well, that's what I mean, right? Yeah. That's deliberate.
1: Yeah, yeah, right.
0: Yeah, that's, that's why the special place in hell. Yeah, yeah. There oh, could
1: I'm, be quite a few on that list, though, Louise. I'm already thinking of some.
0: It's going to be a busy year. Yeah. yeah. Hypnotherapy for weight loss doesn't work. No. People selling hypnotherapy for weight loss and then forcing you into a state of starvation, don't pay them any money. Report them to the ACCC because this is bullshit.
1: Nicely said.
0: Thank you. (laughs) I feel a bit better. Okay.
1: (laughs) Awesome. So you've you've given people an action plan, right? Yes.
0: It's called the crappies for a reason. We're, We're trawling right into the crap and, like, people are reporting in the crap and there's plenty of crap.
1: Awesome.
0: You ready Not for
1: a bunch of crap? But I'm thoroughly enjoying the rants about it, so then we can delve into it.
0: I'm loving the rage. I'm loving the rage. Oh, me too. Okay, here we go. Next rant.
8: Hi, Mandy Lee Noble, accredited practicing dietitian from Nourished Approach in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm taking up Louise Adams' wonderful offer to get something off my chest, and that will be a nomination for the 2019 Crappy Awards. For the crappiest aspect of diet culture in 2019. Now of course this is a really difficult decision to make and if you've been listening to All Fired Up you might expect that I would be nominating a pharmaceutical company as Louise and I um, have been investigating how pharmaceutical companies funding consumer groups and researchers To promote their weight loss drugs. That does really piss me off, but I think we'll be addressing that again soon in some upcoming episodes. So I thought I'd take the opportunity to talk about some other aspect of diet culture that's really made my blood boil, and that is a fad diet. And the diet is called the HCG diet. Now, HCG stands for human chronionic gonadotropin hormone. You might've heard of it. It's a hormone that we produce in pregnancy to sustain a fetus. It basically mobilizes energy to provide energy to the fetus while someone's pregnant. Now, the diet was developed by Dr. Albert Theodore William Simeons in the 1954 in his book, Pounds and Inches, and he published an article about it in the same year in the Lancet. What is it? You are supposed to inject HCG hormone into yourself Or you can actually take an oral spray, but the oral sprays don't work at all. As far as your body doesn't actually get any of the hormone then, you're supposed to inject it every day for eight weeks. Now, you do that in combination with a really rigid 500 calorie diet. And it's supposed to give you this amazing weight loss. So the claims are, of course, that you'll lose quite a bit of weight every week and that because you're mobilizing this fat you'll actually lose the fat from your stomach and your thighs and your ass like places where people typically are looking to lose weight from and you'll keep the weight off long term but the thing about it is that because you are mobilizing this energy from your body you won't experience any irritability or hunger that's normally associated with weight loss so it's kind of like a magical cure it also claims that the weight loss will stay off, but of course when we look at the fine detail, there's within the protocol things that you're supposed to do if you start experiencing some weight gain or plateauing and weight loss. And it's things like drink lots of water, increase your protein, eat nothing but apples for a day, cut down beef by half that. don't eat breadsticks. Excellent advice not. It's also a bit strange in that it claims that you have to kind of go oil free during this time as well and that includes any oils in your makeups or your deodorants or massage oils or moisturizers or anything like that so that's a bit of a a fruity part of it. Now of course the diet after the 90 Sort of had a couple of research articles that supported it, but since then there's been a dozen that have found that absolutely doesn't work. Had a bit of a popularity in the 1970s, and that led to the FDA putting out a disclaimer that anyone who was promoting the diet had to use to say that basically it's not tested and it doesn't, it's not tested for safety and it doesn't work. And then it sort of went away a bit again, and then it regained popularity when Dr. Oz, of course, good old Dr. Oz, promoted it on his television show. Now, what really has pissed me off about this diet is that I have seen a couple of people who've followed it and when they have, it was prescribed to them by a GP. Yep, an AFRA registered GP. So there's a handful of GPs in Australia and pharmacists who are promoting the diet. It has absolutely no evidence at all. And of course, it costs hundreds of dollars, not to mention the fact that, you know, people are injecting themselves with HCG, which does have some side effects. So that is my nomination for the Crappy Awards for 2019. I wish it luck and um, we'll be looking forward to hearing the outcome. Thanks a lot
1: um bloody gps that's all i have to say i have another glass of wine now i'm oh, I nice it. i think you needed it i want, like dr oz are you serious oh, i mean do no, dr oz and gps yeah i haven't had have, 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 learn about it is my question they learn about it from dr oz because that's seriously concerned
0: oh god i hope not but yeah you know, i have had the same experience as mandy oh Yes, like clients coming and saying, My doctor has said I should do the HCG thing. More than one client.
1: Oh my gosh. I can't even. Injecting I'm yourself. Oh my gosh, considering the clients that you work with, Louise. Holy hell. Holy fuck. And
0: like, it, it is a hard, like, I mean, they're all awful to hear about, but the HCG, injecting yourself with. A hormone and some of the, I'm pretty sure that some of the HCG uses urine from cows. I, I vaguely remember. Yeah. And I might be mixing up my diets because there's just too many, but yeah. injecting yourself every day for eight weeks and a 500 calorie a day diet. And I hate mentioning the number of calories, Yeah. but this is so extortionately low and it's yeah. so, it's so starvy.
1: I know Mandy mentioned not eating breadsticks. It's very specific. <laughs> so weird. What breadsticks are an American thing? Do we even have breadsticks here? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But I mean, if you're on five hundred calories a day,
0: you probably can't eat a breadstick.
1: No, that'll be your whole deal for the day. Sorry, you eat your breadstick, you're done.
0: It's such a brutal level of calorie restriction that, and it's being so like like this injection has anything to do with the fact that you are not allowed to eat any food.
1: And I still don't understand how injecting that into you is supposed to help anyway, to be honest. That's just <coughs> me not knowing much about hormones. probably. I just, yeah, I've got no words.
0: Because it doesn't work. I think it's if you took
1: out I'm the fact... wondering how it works because it doesn't. It,
0: no, it doesn't. If you took out the, the fact that you're restricted to 500 calories a day, this injection is doing nothing but, like, probably giving you a bruise.
1: Yeah, And if you're an injector phobe, injection phobe, I don't know what they're called. We'll go with that. like injections, you're probably passing out at the same time, which probably is giving you more bruises, right? It's so brutal. It's just, yeah. I just couldn't inject myself every day. (laughs) I I, I sometimes think and go, if I ever have to do that, I don't know how I'm going to cope. So I wouldn't actively choose it as an option. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I mean, I'm not planning on choosing any diet as an option because they can all go and get screwed. But... Mm. This one particularly, I'd go. Yeah, sorry, you're on the bottom of my list. Oh, also, okay. that and the fact that FDA have said, yeah, don't do it. It's always yeah. <laughs> better. Yeah, yeah. It Takes a lot for the FDA to say something like that.
0: It does, and and if Aussie GPs are still prescribing it, basically another community service announcement here for all <laughs> uh, all fired up listeners. <laughs> If you go to your GP and they say, look, I think it's a really good idea for you to inject yourself every day with this for for eight weeks and to eat 500 calories a day for eight weeks, run, don't walk and out of the office and then report your GP. Yes, please. Please report them because you will not be the only patient there prescribing this extremely dangerous, ineffective, damaging diet. This is, this could kill people. This is restriction on a whole new level it's very unsafe it's just totally unreasonable
1: yeah i'd hate to think how much that would cost as well it would be insane
0: excellent point yes it is it's a fuck off expensive
1: yeah i just because of the injections i assume that injections are expensive and i'd just be like oh my gosh i'm literally paying a shitload for nothing (sighs)
0: welcome to the weight loss industry
1: oh i know i know right oh i could just say that about every diet There's something because they get more and more expensive that just makes me go, oh, just stop it.
0: There is. There's something particularly stinky, isn't there, about being charged an exorbitant amount to basically starve yourself. There's there's, there's a level of criminality there.
1: And, I mean, I could do that without paying anyone if I really, really was that desperate. I don't want to. Good. (laughs) But (laughs) I think, you know, like, I don't think you need to pay an exorbitant amount, like... Just no. Mm. I've got so many no's in my head. It's like screaming. I've got my Mm. Lego man in my mind screaming, no, run.
0: (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) I hope our listeners can also get the big no, run, no. Alyssa (laughs) says no.
1: Alyssa says no. The Lego man in my head, without sounding insane, (laughs) I'm a visual person, say no, run. They're all holding up their little signs. Listen to your Lego man.
0: (laughs) And thank you, Mandy, for such an eloquent rant, beautifully done. And I like, yeah, the, the use of breadsticks to illustrate the ridiculousness of this diet was an was, was on-point kind of measure. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the breadsticks was perfect. <laughs> All it right. It really was when my eyeballs nearly fell out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pick them up. I just, I know, I've got to get them so I can write some more stuff for the next one.
0: Oh, My God, so are you taking notes on all of these?
1: Yeah. <sighs> yes, yeah, so I've been writing notes the whole time, which I think is why uh, the anonymous one number five, why I was so numb, yeah. after it, because I'd written all the notes, and I was like, "Oh boy, wow, that's a lot of information, and yeah. it's quite overwhelming almost. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, oh, thank you, everyone. Thank yeah. you, everyone who submitted these, these yeah. are we, we have a really Ooh. diverse lineup of bullshit to yeah. to scroll through. Yeah. Um, And we're not done yet. We have one more. Ah. Okay.
1: Here we go.
2: Alrighty. Inna Zanger, and I'm 58 years old. I'm a lecturer at University of Newcastle in Health Behaviour Sciences and I'm very, very pissed off and I'm sending this to join the crappy awards, which I think is such a good idea. So the rant i wanted to have is about a diet called Bright Line Eating. It is run by a woman, Susan Pierce Thompson, who has almost become a guru, and she has tens of thousands of followers, mostly women in their sort of just pre- and post-menopausal years. Um, her program is an eight-week boot camp, and it costs, 900 american dollars which is probably about 13 or 1400 australian dollars the diet is based on no sugar no flour all your meals are measured and you eat nothing in between meals you get three meals a day tiny meals and of course you lose a lot of weight while you're on it but you also become extremely hangry crazy and when I was on it I developed orthorexia and nearly became anorexic which makes me so so angry because I paid a lot of money to this stupid woman Susan Pierce Thompson who is neuropsychologist and should know better so she says that we are addicted that flower and sugar are addictive, so you can't have anything with any flour in it. So no bread, no pasta, no timtams, no cake, or any combination of flour and sugar. When I was on it, I was very thin, and I was so fucking obsessed with every bite of food that passed my lips. It actually made me a not very nice person. I felt superior to other people and it was a huge group, a huge following that Bright Line Eating had and we all supported each other in in thinking that we were so special and that we had found the answer. After two years, I could no longer do that diet, thank goodness, and within a very short time, probably five months, I regained all the weight I lost, which was extremely difficult. It's quite disheartening when you you think you found the answer and then the worst happens, which is you regain all your weight. However, I'm now two weeks out of that diet, uh, two years, sorry, and I feel so much happier and I do accept my larger body and I enjoy all foods I enjoy sharing foods with my friends and family and I'm so angry with Susan Pierce Thompson and that stupid bright line eating movement. It's actually incredibly irresponsible and she I've worked out she must be making about three million American dollars per year with all of her programs. She's just a Fucking bitch, I'm sorry to say. So that's my rant. I'm sending everyone love. I hope they um, can walk away from diet culture and really embrace their natural bodies just like I'm embracing my natural body. That's it, rant over. Thank you, Louise.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, no one's taken my Tim Tams. No. No. No.
0: No one's taking my flour.
1: No, and no one's taking my sugar. No. Wow.
0: I know. This is heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard to know what to say. I was so heartfelt. I really yep. yeah. I'm feeling for her.
1: Absolutely. And I guess so so personal as well. I know. Yeah.
0: The personal we didn't catch her name. Her name is Dr. Martina Zanger.
2: Thank you.
0: And and she is awesome. And very, very, very important to bring out these kinds of experiences. And and I'm really glad that we're talking about it here on the podcast because you go into stuff like this and you join the cult and you drink the Kool-Aid or don't drink the Kool-Aid, whatever they're telling you to do, and she ended up with an eating disorder. Yeah. That's not easy to recover from.
1: Definitely not. Definitely not. And to go into something which has advertised itself with so much, I use this word loosely, hope. That's what
0: it does, yeah.
1: To come out the other side feeling essentially out of control with food Mm. Um, is just heartbreaking.
0: Mm. Over the years, I've had many, many emails about the Bright Lines eating. Yeah, right. And uh, that's going down on my special place in hell list. It seems appropriate. It does. Uh, and um, when I received that submission, I did Google Susan Pierce Thompson and her her belief, misguided belief, this whole kind of flour sugar bullshit is based on the food addiction models, which we've talked about on the All Fired Up podcast as also being bullshit. There is no such thing as food addiction. There is such a thing as a increased response to restraint. Yes. Which is... Pretty much exactly what happens when people try to restrict with certain things like sugar, for example, or flour. Mm -hmm. You will develop an unnaturally driven relationship with that substance. Not because you're addicted, but because you've been restrained. Yeah. The people who push food addiction are trying to make $9 million a year like Susan is. Far out. Fuck. I know. Diet culture brings bank, doesn't it? Oh my it?
1: gosh. <laughs> Far out. I just, I've got nothing to that. Far out. I can assure
0: you, <laughs> I'm not making anywhere near that.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, Louise. But you've chosen the morally grounded option that actually stands by evidence. Thank you. And not total bullshit. So it's, it's quite refreshing. And I'm sure everyone's extremely grateful for it because I know I am.
0: What fascinates me is how people can sleep at night. You know, after some of the stories that we've heard from people today, like Hypno Dude, Susan Pierce Thompson and her Brightline stuff, the GP's pushing the HCG. How do you sleep at night?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they can. I feel like they must be in this little bubble, either a numbing bubble or a bubble where they have no freaking idea. I think it's a bubble stuffed so full of cash. that oh, a bubble. Yeah, I forgot that yeah, one.
0: Right? That, um, and, and, of course, they would be surrounded by people who are, because they've got the cash stuck to every orifice, they oh, wow. would have people kind of just sort of sniffing near them and saying really positive stuff. And like any cult leaders, they would have the groupies and all of that positivity the, the thing was we're, we're, we're in this place in diet culture where weight loss at all costs is worshipped and at all costs is absolutely the thing that we need to talk more about because Paul Martina mm. ended up with an eating disorder that she paid dearly for financially yeah. and psychologically yeah um, fuck that we're in a new decade now No longer should anyone fall for this bullshit and this marketing and all of these different ideas, no matter how it's packaged and sold, this is damaging, dangerous,
3: awful stuff.
1: And it's almost like people will have their, it's almost like they have their eyes, their ears shut to that side of things, but when there's a unicorn, their eyes and ears are open wide and they just run with the unicorn.
2: <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Like and they're just like, oh awesome. We found a way because there's one out of fifty billion freaking people. And I mean, some of these things I doubt even it would work for one of the bloody unicorns because they're total bullshit, actually most things. But who mm. knows? I'm sure there's always at least one outlier. Yeah.
2: But, yeah.
1: It's just they can't I don't know. Maybe they don't sleep. Maybe that's why. Because <laughs> their brain's not functioning because I haven't been sleeping.
0: Possibly. Maybe instead of sleeping, they just roll in their bankroll of money and just sort of sniff it and then kind of go back to work. They're getting high on money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good on them. Good on them. uh, Yeah, these people exist. Mm. Thank you to everyone who has taken the time out of their day to record a rant and send it in here to push back because these are really meaningful acts of rebellion and I'm loving it.
1: As am I. It's been an emotional roller coaster.
0: I know. I forgot this feeling. This is what the crappies are like. Yeah. Like, oh,
1: Brace oh. myself. Whew. Riding, riding a big wave of emotion, mostly oh. rage. Oh yeah, mostly rage, definitely. A bit right. of heartbreak thrown in. And a bit of heartbreak.
0: And I really hope things are getting better for you, Martina. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Radio, Alyssa. Guess what? I
1: know. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I've got so many notes. Okay. Would
0: you like me, should we run back briefly through the candidates? I think that might be a good idea. All righty. Okay, we'll go back to the start. So first we had Anna from Haven Mm -hmm. who had had an abs, it was getting up her nose about body positivity being co-opted by marketing and she was talking about Calvin Klein.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Then we had Belinda, and she was talking about our libraries being infiltrated by <laughs> 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 wellness, and she was going to bring forth all of the rage of Harry Potter.
1: I loved it, which personally I think is awesome for old Harry.
0: Yeah. Then we had Carolyn, um, president of Hayes Australia, with how big farmer. Are using weight stigma to try and push for getting largeness classified as a disease, so they can sell drugs for weight loss. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started.
1: I've got no words.
0: I know. Then we had lovely Joanne, all the way from the UK. We're pretty sure from Ireland, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and her her beautiful rage and rant about challenges, thirty day challenges like Veganuary and. Grow a bum and what the fuck. Then we had.
1: (laughs) That's pretty much summed up well. Then
0: we had our anonymous trifecta of misery.
1: (laughs) Uh, Did I laugh naturally and my numbness continue?
0: Yeah. Dieticians and their detox teas, doctors prescribing weight loss instead of providing responsible medical care. And number three, oh, the yeah. hypnotherapist with the completely rip-off expensive seminars on extremely low-calorie diets yeah, that you have yeah. to kind of pass a starvation test in order to go to the second level of abuse.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> not, I've still got no words.
0: I'm just uh, like... I know. <laughs> it's fast. Then we had uh, Mandy with the HCG diet and... Uh, wonderful Martina ending us on a real low point with the bright lines eating and the just the evilness of that. Yeah. What yeah. a totally, totally crappy lineup, huh?
1: What a crappy lineup. And such a, it, there's quite a theme. There's some parts yes. of a theme happening here. I mean, besides the diet culture theme, which we all have to put up with from day to day. Yeah, there's, I've just, yeah, I've got a lot of things for me. I'm going, oh my goodness. What is wrong with health professionals? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going. I count myself as a health professional. Like, this is gut wrenching. Oh uh-huh. my goodness!
0: But we know in weight stigma research that the vast majority of stigmatizing messages and damage is done by health professionals.
1: Yeah, <laughs> puts lots of hope in, doesn't it? Not you're really. you a specialist, and you are. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brace yourself. Yeah. 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 We, we
0: have shitty themes from health professionals. We have bullshit co-opting of uh, body positive trends by the weight loss industry. And then we just have like the real evil fuckery. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. <sighs> All well, right. I make, yeah. I want to make a special mention for the person that made me laugh cry, which was Belinda. <laughs> Thank you so much for making me cry, laugh so much that I was crying. And I think for me, the sarcasm in that kind of reminded me a little bit of me. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> oh. Why I was laughing so much. <laughs> Just saying. That's um, great. Yeah, and I think that was really good. I'm really liking how we've had quite a few kind of scientific-y based ones. That sounded really professional, didn't
0: it? Awesome. Scientific-y rage is awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. So scientifically based rage. And I think, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to decide I've got I've got my little shortlist and I'm going oh my gosh really yeah and so should, should we look at who's
0: on the shortlist
1: sure sure so I've got at the moment I've got three people I don't know if that's really a shortlist but I've got Carolyn with a scientific rage around um big pharma I've got the trifecta of misery beautiful and I just can't get past those bloody injections. Mandy. Yeah, sorry. Yes, Mandy. (laughs) Sorry. Um, You've been now called the injections. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, oh my gosh. But I think, yeah, so
0: that's my shoulders. Okay. So what were your criteria? Maybe this can help. You would
1: think that would help. But I kind of changed my criteria. Have you? (laughs) Okay. That's fine. What are the new criteria? It was like a completely different set of people. Mm-hmm. my criteria were not good enough okay greater criteria so I ended up saying so I was thinking about how much rage <laughs> there was part of it that I think how much rage came up in me about it
0: that's important
1: yeah and how much rage I think came kind of through or I don't know like those kind of I think the mind blown factor still applied
0: mind blown is important because yeah.
1: I think just when
0: we, in sometimes in diet culture, when we think we've reached a low point, some other person takes that bar and forces it down even further.
1: Yeah, yeah, Mm. pretty
0: much. I'm thinking of um, the other day, like after I posted something on Instagram about how silly it was that Instagrammers were promoting what's called a dry fast, where you don't even, you're not even allowed to drink water because drinking water is an addiction Oh, I know. I thought, oh, that's a new low point in diet culture. And guess what? Fifteen minutes later, I came across some dude bro who was drinking his own urine (laughs) instead of water.
1: Wow! Oh no,
0: hang on. Now we've gone down another level.
1: That's just, I don't. Yeah, no, that's too far. I thought the no water thing was too. I I think that was too far, but I think we've just kind of crossed. I don't know. He's fallen off the cliff there or something. Never say never
0: in diet culture.
1: Yeah, you never know what to expect, do you?
0: Okay, so we've got the mind blown.
1: Yeah, I've got the mind blown factor and there's something, I think, yeah. And I think just based on that, I think that's what's going to pull it apart for me between those three. Okay. So I think, I think I have my winner. (gasps) Are you ready?
0: Okay, I feel like I need to like do a drum roll. Yeah, go on. Okay, ready? I'll just do one with my tongue.
6: (laughs) already
1: all right so the winner of crappy awards 2019 is mandy lee noble (laughs) with the hcg diet the injections wow the bloody
2: gps
1: that are promoting it despite the fda which i know is an american thing saying Mm. that it's a waste of freaking time
2: oh yeah this is
1: a
0: polite I mean, I'm, I'm actually standing up. It's a standing ovation. Imagine I think now. it should be, right? Yeah. Standing ovation. I've got my pyjamas on. And oh, I love it. Yep. Yeah. And my I, glass of red wine. I Congratulations.
1: Injections. I just couldn't get over the injections, Mandy. And I knew, I think what made it was that was mind-blowing enough, but then the breadsticks. <laughs> I think that was the breadsticks. And I just went, holy, holy crap. How can, that's so bloody specific. And it just doesn't make any sense. And I've even got written in my notes that my eyeballs popped.
0: Okay. Sorry. All right, this is good. Okay. So, Mandy Lee Noble is the lucky winner of the 2019 Crappies. I'm so excited. And this year, like, there's a cash prize, which is very exciting too. A hundred bucks, which, huh? um, after everything we've been talking about, seems like nothing. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not nine billion? <laughs> but you know this is I know that someone as awesome as Mandy Lee will take it out and put it to good use, like hopefully with some you know a beautiful glass of wine, yeah. some ice cream, some breadsticks, you know whatever she feels like having
1: <laughs> you could eat apples for a whole day, apparently according to the h c g you know living in the high life.
0: that's just so fucking eating disordered, it's not funny, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. I so, to
1: mention, sorry, I forgot to mention the, the oil-free thing as well kind of blew my mind. because of the, I makeup, the makeup.
0: I'm like, what a stupid person to think that perhaps, like, the oil from our hair conditioner could seep through and create fat cells. <laughs>
1: it's like, I know, so and an injection will protect you from that, everybody. Don't oh. panic.
0: Good lord. Oh. So I know that you're sitting there at your house, Alyssa, with your 2018 crappies winner sash and tiara on. And how do
1: you feel about passing it on to
0: Mandy Lee?
1: I feel okay. I feel pretty excited because mm. I just think it's, it's that next year, right? And it just mm. means that we get to step into a, another year where we can rage on.
0: Yeah. And I, I, think, I think you can rest assured knowing that she will treat this, this sash oh. and tiara um very very carefully and and you have passed your mantle on to someone of extreme strength of character and rage and sarcasm good (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this has been a real roller coaster and I couldn't have shared it with anyone more lovely and thank you so much Alyssa for for holding us steady through the bullshit of 2019.
1: Oh, it's been a great, great time. And I think for me, it was, it's just awesome to be involved, Louise, after last year.
0: Yeah. Look, thank you to everybody who sent in these rants. It's it's a beautiful thing to hear the rage and the pushback and the razor sharp wit, intelligence, ferocity that everyone has, has displayed. If it was up, I'd be a terrible judge because I would give everyone first prize.
1: It was it's hard, but I know that you can't give away a thousand dollars. That's too much. You gotta, you gotta consider just one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I think I'll ask you for a minute there, Louise. You're like what? <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love
0: to. But look, thank you again. So awesome to have your um, your critique and your judging skills and and your your Coca Cola. <laughs>
1: so awesome. I try.
0: Oh, uh, thank you so much. Thank you.
1: No worries.
0: Well, what an epic episode and congratulations once again to the great Mandy Lee Noble for her amazing rant about breadsticks and the HCG diet. Truly, diabolically bullshit. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I know it took my mind off um, the rest of the world just for a little bit which is what this is all about. Who would have thought that ranting about diet culture would be a pleasant diversion for the rest of our lives? And there you go. I look forward to being back again very soon with yet another um, red-hot episode of All Up. Oh, I cannot wait to be with everybody again very soon. Uh, everyone, please look after yourselves and your families and loved ones, even if that has to be virtual for now. And I will be back very soon. But in the meantime, trust no one, think critically, push back against diet culture. Untrap from the crack.